you know, tough like that. <laughs> so Lisa, why why does it take a crock pot so long to cook food? It's a slow cooker. Right. Oh, that's very good. That's very <laughs> funny. That's pretty good bantering on your part. I don't know if that qualifies as bantering, but it's still it was it was pretty good. You're laughing. You're you're proud of yourself, and that's that's important. <laughs> but so we had a, a leftover ham, mm-hmm. along with a bunch of different types of beans and some potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, carrots, carrots in a crock pot. It was a it was an instapot. An instapot, which, which is, is slow. Dip- it's not slow cooking. It's a fast cooker. I know, but it, why did it, why did it take the Insta pot an hour to cook the food, Lisa? Because it had to warm up, then it cooked it, and then it had to release all the pressure. It sounds like me working out. Those are the three phases of my workout, Lisa. <laughs> I'm Deacon Dave. Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Late Person, Person Lisa, Lisa show. show. Welcome back, everybody, and we are on to the Monday and the third week of Advent. We are just—it's just blazing by. Which is the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe? Yes, and Lisa will start off doing one of the two readings. We're going to go with Revelation. Okay. God's temple in heaven was opened, and the Ark of His Covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky: a, a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven diadems. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth, to devour her child when she gave birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. The woman herself fled into the desert, where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now have salvation and power come and the kingdom of our god and the authority of his anointed the word of the lord thanks be to god and so the responsorial psalm is taken from judah that's different yeah how about that you are the highest honor of our race blessed are you daughter by the most high god above all the women on earth and blessed be the lord god the creator of heaven and earth you're the highest honor of our race your deed of hope will never be forgotten By those who tell of the might of God, you are the highest honor of our race. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are you, Holy Virgin Mary, deserving of all praise. From you rose the Son of Justice, Justice, Christ our God. Alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, The infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, Lisa, what are you thinking here on the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe? Well, in the first reading, it made me think of... Um, Mary? Uh, <laughs> well, very good, yes. Uh, Mary. But um, also uh, signs and how God uses signs to talk to us or speak to us and how... He uses signs and wonder to grow our faith and um, help us, uh, you know, and that's a way to, um, when we see signs and wonders, we can give him thanks and praise and glorify him. I think part of it is, is we have to realize that it's actually a sign from God. Yeah. That God is, is speaking to us. And so, you know, the word I like to always use is intentional, mm-hmm. right? That we have to be really intentional about, about looking for the signs that God is giving us, because yeah. these are very descriptive, right? Yes. Uh, of of Mary, obviously, and then of of, of the devil, basically, right? Yes. Um, but also of Jesus. And and there's also Jesus, right? And so, uh, but we have to be aware, of maybe the more subtle signs mm-hmm. and promptings that the Lord is constantly giving us, especially in this Advent season, right? If we're going to live in preparation, then um, we need to be aware of the many ways that. Jesus comes into our life today. Yes. And how he wants to use us, right, to help bring about the kingdom. Yes. So what about in the gospel reading? Oh, well, first the psalm. Oh, I'm sorry. The psalm. <laughs> wow, we're being very thorough today. Well, um, the responsorial was, you are the highest honor of our race. And um, the reason is because of um, Mary's immaculate conception, how um, she was conceived without sin. She's like, she's the only person who was uh, immaculately, immaculately conceived. And see, at least I wanted to bring this up because on the uh, feast of the uh, solemnity of the Immaculate Conception, feast or solemnity, solemnity, solemnity. We, we did not we did not bring this up. And so often people think the Immaculate Conception is Jesus right. being born, right. but actually it's uh, uh, Mary being born to Anne and, uh, starts with a J, Joachim? Joachim. Right, uh, that she was born uh, without the stain of yes. sin. Yes. Right, so that's very important. And do you know when that teaching was? It was fairly recently. I think it was 1854. Oh, I think. okay. So like that's last still, 150 years yeah, or whatever. It's not 2,000 years ago. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. Fairly, so, and so what that means is it's not, it's not that the church has not always believed in that, right? They've always believed that um, she was born, but it became official doctrine. Um, in 1854, I believe. Okay. So it's it's fairly recent. Okay. You know, the church has always believed what the church has believed, but like, you know, the changes in the creed and mm. and the different councils that we have are often used to clarify, okay, the church teaching and to dispel any heresy that might be trying to enter in at any particular time of history. Well, and right? I was reading, um, sometimes heresy enters in because of a bad... Uh, translation, which is so unfortunate. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different languages. And, yeah. And like when you read, it's very, it's very easy for certain, like Greek, Greek has a, the words have a lot of different, different meanings. Than, yeah. The Hebrew is not, I don't think there are that many different meanings to the different words. But okay. Greek, you could have five or six or seven. Well, think about the English. I mean, sale, that has a lot of, uh, a lot of different meanings. Yeah. So there's a lot of words, even in the English language that can have a bunch of different meanings. Yeah. But we we are moving off the trail of the actual readings, although I think it's very interesting. So what about the uh, the gospel reading uh, that you chose, Lisa? Uh, well, just how both um, 
Well, Mary obviously was filled with the spirit, but so was Elizabeth, and so was John, who left in um, Elizabeth's womb. So, um, the forerunner, John the Baptist. Yes, John the Baptist. Yes, yes, yes. Right, and then that my soul proclaims the greatness. Yeah, of the there Lord. we go. There's the Magnificat. It's the beginning yeah. of the, the the Magnificat, which yeah. we don't hear the rest of that. But yeah, this is a very beautiful gospel reading as we celebrate um, Our Lady of Guadalupe today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where uh, where is that Our Lady of Guadalupe from? Mexico City. There we go. So very cool. And they've got a, a what a nice shrine there. Or yeah. Whatever it is. I wish I had known about that when I went to Mexico many years mm. ago. Um, I might have I've gone to see it. So maybe if I get down there again, we'll be able to. Yeah. You know, check that out. Well, and that's um like in the first reading, it kind of like you know how um the statues are depicted. Um, and she has when she opens up her cloak, it's stars. Is it stars? I'm not sure. Oh, because I just, you know, we heard about the stars in the first reading. It made me think of that. But. Right, and she has the sun around her, which I yeah. think is, is to symbolize that she's pregnant, I believe. Oh, I thought it was like the high ribbon across her Oh, is that what it stomach. is? Yeah, like yeah. right above her stomach. Yeah. You know, when you see these different statues and these different things of Mary, it, it really is worth going and looking up all of the signs and symbology that are associated you know, with these appearances of the Blessed Mother. Yes. And what I like is she always uh, appears, you know, to the culture. Yes. Right, and the, the way she appears. Yes. Which I really think is quite beautiful. Yeah, because I was, um, when we were in um, Key West, um, there was, uh, in the church we went to, there was the the Cuban, um, the Mary who looked, who, yes. it said Cuba, and she looked uh, Cuban, and she was holding um, Jesus. So I thought that was really cool. Well, anything else on this reading, Lisa? No. I'm Deacon Dave. Only person, Lisa. See you next time. Bye. Oh, the Virgin.